1: Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we journey into science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. With me is my co-host, Susan Fox. Hello! And today we are pleased to have with us Jeff Rector. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, you are, uh, you're quite an interesting individual. You've got your hands in all that's sorts of things. That's what my mother things. says. <laughs> yeah. You've got your hands in all sorts of things, science fiction. I uh, try to. You've got, uh, the, the thing that's coming up immediately is, uh, the Burbank Film Festival, and that has a science fiction component, and you're screening Forbidden Planet. Which is, uh...
2: We're very we're very excited to stream the MGM 1956 classic with Walter Pidgeon and Francis and uh, Leslie Nielsen, who was the uh, actually the model for predated Captain Kirk.
0: Well, a lot of faves, Trekkies uh, acknowledge that as probably the the first pilot of Star Trek, and it's just hard to watch the brave Captain Adams deliver his lines and and not have him follow up with and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Yes. there were a number yes, of the uh,
2: his before he his straight man role before he he did uh the, the naked gun uh it actually reinvigorated his career it sure did years later as a, as a, as a comic performer
0: yeah but i as I understand it he was always the cut up on the stage you know and you know behind the the camera he was the one making people laugh, so go figure you know
2: that's cool well we're we're very excited. Uh, I just watched it again uh, at home, and it just, you know, the effects, the story, uh, the production value, everything still holds up Isn't after great. all these years. It's quite its quite amazing, and we're actually going to um, be honoring B.B. Barron, who composed the music, and at the time, it was the very first all-electronic score
1: in in film history,
0: I know, isn't that great? It's it was all, all it
1: theremin was all the time. It was one of the first uses of the theremin in a motion picture score, if not the and first. And we're gonna we're gonna have a live theremin performance uh before the screening. Cool. Oh, th- those are always fun. We've it's played just, with
0: those, and there's they're they're a barrel of laughs. But it's almost like dance when you see someone who really knows what he's doing with it.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. So. We're, we're really excited. Um, beyond, uh, I must say that uh, beyond the film festival, I am the official spokesman for the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films
0: that here is, in Los
2: Angeles. You're the inheritor- and about fifteen years now.
0: Yeah, you are the inheritor of a, a, a great legacy. I I was a member of that back in the day.
2: Dr. Donald oh, Reed, Donald God a. rest his soul, uh, started it. It was originally the. Dracula Society. I thought those were separate.
0: Or, I, yeah, I thought those were separate organizations, and then it kind of, kind of combined them at some point. The,
2: uh, my understanding was no, it was one, and they they just uh, changed the name to the uh, Sci-Fi Academy.
0: sci and and you know included horror, and that just encompassed it. included
2: was, horror and fantasy and everything else. And what's interesting is you know we're a film society. For more information, you can go to saturnawards.org, uh, but we are now, uh, you know, where we used to screen just genre films, we are now screening comedies and all types of studio films now.
0: Well, why not? Everybody likes to laugh.
2: Well, it's a great deal. It's uh, 150 screenings for $150, and that includes a guest, so breaks down to about 50 cents
0: they, for a, person, you can't
2: beat that deal Are
0: they still early in the morning though? <laughs> that, was, that's the, that was the killer uh, 10, for
2: me 10.30 10, on Saturdays and
0: Sundays Well that's not too bad When I was in college it was like 8 or 9 And you know I I couldn't hack it <laughs> I didn't do that's 8 that's o'clock too early early yeah.
2: That's too early for me
0: That's
2: too early for At the festival time. I created the, the Night of Science Fiction Fantasy and horror, and we, we kick it off with Forbidden Planet. Then we have a great, uh, our first block of shorts, which is, um, A Stranger in the Pentagon, directed by, uh, first film by Craig Campabasso, who is also, uh, a, a big, uh, casting director in, in Hollywood. So this is his first film. We're very excited about that. Uh, we just with a film called Recoil which is uh actually USC student film that is just fantastic. And uh we also have the incident at Maury Island, which is uh um, tells the story of one of the, the first uh UFO sightings outside of Area fifty one in Washington. So that kicks off our night and then we have a full feature and other sci-fi shorts. It's going to be a big night, and we have a big, huge uh, after-party, so it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: What's your other feature?
2: Uh, it's called Mercenaries. It's a world premiere, and it's kind of like a female Expendables. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think
1: I've heard of it Niel-
2: Bridget Nielsen uh-huh. uh, from the Rocky movies, of Stallone's ex, it's got Vivica Fox, it's got uh, Cynthia Rothrock, who's a, a, a female Van Damme, martial arts mm-hmm. uh, legend, and, um, and Christanna Loken from Terminator 3.
0: I am so there. Uh, are you So are We've
2: you? got, we've got a bunch of hot women kicking
1: ass, so <laughs> uh, that's just, uh, that's, that's gonna be a lot we of fun as well. Be
0: them. That's, that's what we want our young women to watch.
1: Jeff, are, are you on speaker for like? role models. Are you on speakerphone by any chance? Because if you could, pick I am up- not. Oh, You're not. Okay. You got a
0: real honest to phone.
1: Okay, it's just uh, okay. Moving on. And I just got a new. I just got a brand new phone. So if it doesn't sound good, I'm not happy because I paid a lot of money for this. Oh thing. boy! Supposed to be state of the art. Yeah, been there, so, done that. Go bought the T-shirt. Yeah, my Amazon phone, uh, uh, I've, uh, I've got a, I'm not Amazon, but a Google phone. I've got one of those droid DNAs, and the uh, microphone worked great for the first year. And then after that, everybody starts complaining that they can't hear me. So, uh, yeah, how they, get then then they, get they
2: fall another. apart. They're great in the beginning. I had the iPhone, and I just dumped it to the Samsung because mm-hmm. it was great in the beginning, but then I started having all kinds of problems, and I just went, eh.
1: Let's, let's so. get
0: back to topic. So,
1: how did you get involved with the uh, the science fiction uh, community? The and, yeah, the science fiction academy.
2: You know, um, I've been a I've always been a sci fi horror geek. I grew up watching the uh, you know double feature sci fi horror films on Saturday afternoon. Uh, I grew up with the Universal monsters, Dracula, Frankenstein, the werewolf, and. Um, I took my dad's 8 millimeter camera and started making monster movies in the woods with my friends. I never thought about being a filmmaker. I never thought about being an actor. It was just something fun to do as a kid. And then uh, we wound up. My father was an art director in advertising. He, he got transferred to Los Angeles. And um, so then all of a sudden we're in Hollywood and we took the Universal Tour and I just was like, "Wow, this is fantastic!" to oh, see yeah, what I want to do
1: that tour will do it. Yeah, it it uh, it definitely opened my eyes the first time I went on it, and uh, years and I later, I actually wound up getting a job as a tour guide.
0: <laughs> I bet you were the best, best tour guide ever,
2: especially it in the was,
0: makeup, you know, section.
2: Well, you know, it was it was funny because you, you you had the the text. Of all the two and a half hours of talking. And of course the kids today, it's about 40 minutes now. They've got all these, it's all pre-recorded on video.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But we, we had a two and a half hour script we had to memorize. And, but we each made it our own. We threw in little jokes and little gags and I do stand up comedy. So I threw a bunch of stuff in there. And, um, I remember we were at one of the, um, one of the tour parties, a big year party for all the employees, guy came up to me, you don't know me, but I took your tour with my parents. And I said, oh, well, that's really nice. He said, I have to tell you, I've taken this tour for years. Whenever friends or family come into town, they always want to go on the tour. So I wound up taking it. I've seen it a million times and you were the absolute best tour guide my parents they're still talking about it uh, I was just gushing. I was like thats fantastic thank you, thank you so much because I tried to make it personal and i and I tried to make it entertaining as I could.
1: Now you and I actually have something in common there because I worked on the Universal Studios tour too uh you probably did? much later yeah I didn't I wasn't a tour guide. I built Cylons for the Battlestar Galactica thing in nineteen seventy I was there you were there. I was there before Galactica came in.
2: Yeah,
0: he might have narrated your I was
2: your there with the big thing was talking about the the Cylons were coming. The Cylons that's, that's were coming. It. Yeah, so they were they were building the spaceship up against the hill, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was there at the time and
1: when took one of the first tours to through the through the ride when it was finished. Yeah, well, you saw some of my handiwork then.
2: I, oh, that was that was really that was really fun. That was really <laughs> incredible what they did with the lasers and
1: oh yeah, and, the, lasers uh, and the, smoke the the live thing. action. And I know uh, some of my friends at the time were actually in the costumes uh, portraying some of the human roles as well. So it's I know a bunch of those guys. It's an, really
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I was a, I was there. I'm going to date myself. I was there. Uh,
1: I think like uh 79 to 80 81 So so you're a hermaphrodite then because you what? know you're dating yourself
0: Ha ha
1: Sorry I'm sorry And for a Saturday resisted. night wah, wah, wah. <laughs> sadtrombone.com look it up <laughs> We had so much fun on that tour I cannot tell you
2: I also worked in a 6 million dollar man bionic woman testing center
0: I remember and we
2: that. We had so much that. fun on that tour. I can't tell you. Well, the
0: most amazing people went through that that school of of
1: uh, school, <laughs> school of, weirdness. of worm, yeah. you know,
0: well, showmanship. Nick, Cassavetes. <laughs> he, Nick he, Cassavetes. I went to school with him, and uh, he was a year ahead of me, and the tallest kid in the school, just about. And he was Frankenstein one summer.
1: Wow! I, he really? I'm not
0: sure he wants people to know that, but I know that.
2: Uh, Gregory Gregory Peck's son was a tour guide
0: mm-hmm.
2: with me. Uh, Michael Douglas' son Eric was a tour guide with me. Uh, there were quite a few uh, celebrities' kids
1: that, that that were tour guides. That's funny. That's it's that that, that it came is, through there. Yeah, it's an amazingly small planet.
0: Well, it is in, it is. in North Hollywood. It is <laughs> and Burbank.
1: Yeah. So for our listeners, uh can how do they find out more about the Burbank Film Festival? If they're if they're in if you're in Los Angeles and you want to go to this, uh more movies per dollar than you can shake a stick at. But how, how uh, it's September third to, to
2: the seventh in beautiful downtown Burbank at the AMC Theaters. We're very excited to be at AMC again. Uh-huh. On the website is ww.burbank Dot org, And you can get all the screenings, all the tickets. It's a full five-day international film festival. And um, we have after parties every night. and um, And you can get all the ticketing information. We're very excited. We're going to be screening the 25th anniversary of The Little
1: Mermaid. Oh. How can
0: it be twenty-five years?
1: It, uh, the oh. Little Mermaid was credited with saving two D animation. You know, Disney well, it was the biggest thing. Well, certainly that...
0: saving Disney animation period.
1: Yeah, certainly <laughs> saving Disney animation period. Oh, by the way, I was wondering. Uh, you said you were screening Forbidden Planet. Have you ever seen? We are also we are also going to have a full
2: size, life size, talking Robbie the robot ah, on the yes. red carpet as well.
0: Yes. Robbie.
1: Yeah, is that the Bob Burns? Did, did he have one? Oh, no, that's from Fred Barton, actually. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, Fred Barton. Yes, he's he's very famous for that. Courtesy of we Fred heard Barton. The great Fred Barton. Yeah, he's very famous for that build. Uh, I remember in, uh, I think... And, 19- all the, and all the movie robots. Yeah, in 1974, uh, they brought him out at uh, WesterCon at the Los Angeles... Uh, Airport Marriott Hotel, and it was a big deal. And the crowd was on its feet uh, when he came in. Well, before Star
0: Wars, this was the height of of
1: sci fi movie robots. Everybody, it was. I mean, it was just it's breathtaking. (laughs) It's a breathtaking thing. Well,
2: and then and then they used it for a million other. Sci-fi movies, The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, all all he, he turned up in all kinds of TV shows and, and movies they replaced parts
1: with him, and they, they they like glued shoe boxes on it and all sorts of silly Switching stuff. Switching bits around, changed his head like like we wouldn't notice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, right. I, I was going to ask though about Forbidden Planet. Have you ever seen the 3D version of it? I have not. There was oh, the array, it was shot version? it was shot originally in 3D and uh in those days they used the anaglyph glasses you know the red lens and the the cyan lens Sure sure but uh, uh in the 70s sometime I saw a 3D print of it
0: <laughs> uh
1: and it was like that whole scene I with the id monster
0: it. it was we were together and we were switched in the back row <laughs> yeah.
1: That
0: was that that movie has very fond memories for me that's like a our song was in our
1: movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Susan and I go back a long way.
0: A ways.
1: Uh, well, Anne-Francis never looked better than in that film, I'll tell you. I'll oh, tell she, you was. she was. She looked good. What a but I remember the uh, the scene where the id monster is coming through the that gorge.
0: In 3D, and that the energy is, 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 is so stunning.
1: Oh. And all of that animated, what's interesting,
0: animation. What's interesting is
1: about that is
2: uh, I don't know if you know, but they farmed that that bit of animation to Disney.
1: That's yes. right. I did know that. Disney, Disney did
2: that one sequence for MGM.
0: Well, just look at the features and the motion. That's that's Disney wildlife, you know, uh, uh, characterization, as it were. Well,
1: and the fact that they hand-animated that in 3D. I mean, if you think about it. Uh,
2: that's that's it, amazing. Back in those days, that's That's
1: amazing. Well, a
0: number of careers got started in that picture. You know, people forget Warren Stevens was in it as as the brave. Warren
2: Stevens is fantastic. I just met his uh, his daughter, who's going to be at the screening as well.
0: Okay, and in uh, his honor, and Richard Anderson.
2: Richard Anderson, who then went on to be Oscar Goldman in the Six Million Dollar Man,
0: and 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 Earl. I'm trying to get Richard
2: to come down. Actually, he's still. Alive and in great shape, he, him and Earl Holloman were the uh, two only remaining cast members.
0: I guess so. you. But
2: yeah. you had asked me earlier about what led me to the, the Academy, and I, and I started to talk about Universal, but years later, you know, I, I became an actor and started doing shows like Sliders and Star Trek The Next Generation, and, uh, and, and some movies for Sci Fi Channel, and so that's, uh, i I went from just being a, an academy member to sort of being an academy celebrity and one day Dr Reed asked me if i would uh, be the spokesman for the the academy and I said i would be honored That's and I, I have been ever since well,
0: he he could so you, he could pick personnel you so know? What did, he had, well, he always had a great staff
1: what, what he did did a great you, eye for talent i have to <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 what did you do on sliders?
2: Uh, I've actually got an identical twin brother, and there was a, a it was the the third season. The the season, the, the series started in Canada uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm.
2: as uh, and, and they brought it to the U.S. on Fox, and um, it was the last year that the, the last season John Rice Davies was on it, and they slid on to a robot world, and so. um we were uh, because they were robots, they had clones and so there was a, a clone robot of Jerry O'Connell and some of the other cast members and so my twin brother and I were uh clone clone robots and I was sort of the it was sort of a Terminator takeoff. Half my face was blasted away with a um I guess a you know a laser blast you can see the <laughs> lights in the electronics uh-huh. so it's kind of an ode to Terminator and uh, Robert England of course Freddie from Nightmare on Elm Street also guest starred on the episode so it was really cool uh, to work with him he played the scientist that he was the only human left uh, all the humans died out and he was the only human left on a robot world. And then, in the end of the episode, we find out that he's actually a robot as well. It's
1: pretty oh, cool episode. Spoilers. Well, if it's yeah, 15, 15, fifteen years ago, twenty.
0: Years ago. I know what's the what's the <laughs> statute <laughs> of limitations on, on a that. spoiler?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. Uh,
2: what if <laughs> And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up my new movie if I can. Please, sure. I'm please. in, I'm in the new sci-fi channel movie Bermuda Tentacles. It's running on sci-fi Bermuda channel right Bermuda. now. Oh, that
0: sounds just. Uh, Everything we ever wanted, wanted from sci-fi, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Bermuda with, Tentacles. with whom? Who are your co-stars here?
2: Uh, Linda Hamilton from the Terminator movie. Mm. Uh-huh. John Savage, Jamie Kennedy. It's really a great cat. It yeah, I got to like work it. with Farrakhaner. It was awesome.
1: It's firm, <laughs> Firmly tongue-in-cheek, obviously, you know, like Sharknado.
2: <laughs> well, I love it. No, this is this is a very serious, straightforward <laughs> so, sci-fi action film. It's like Battleship. It's, uh, Bermuda Tentacle. It's uh, the military versus the aliens on a battleship in the Bermuda Triangle. That gets trapped so in the Bermuda Triangle. It's really,
1: really cool. I can see you. Are, I, I would ask you for help, but I can see you're already octopied.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Octopi
0: <laughs> Wall Street, right? Uh,
1: Octopi, user, Octopi Wall Street, there you go. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I know you have to get downtown sh- uh, for uh, another film screening uh, real quick. And, I uh, do, I'm
2: supporting another film festival right now, and uh, downtown film festival, and um, it's just uh, great talking with you guys, I hope you're going to join us, um, and if, once again, for all the listeners, please go to www.burbankfilmfest.org for everything, Burbank Film Festival, for ticketing, for the scheduling, for uh, everything you need to know, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in September.
1: And if you don't live in the Los Angeles area and you happen to be visiting, it might be a good idea to check out, you know, just for something fun to do. That's Burbankfilmfest.org. Thank you once again. Thank you so much, guys, for, for appearing on the event horizon this evening and Godspeed and good luck. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. You have just heard episode 66 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for July nineteenth, two 2014, with our guest Jeff Rector, who is the president and festival director of the Burbank International Film Festival, as well as the official spokesman of the Academy of Science Fiction and Horror Film, having inherited that role from Dr. Donald Reed. This is the organization that presents the Saturn Awards every year. Your hosts have been Station Manager Gene Turnbow and the station's executive producer Susan Fox. This episode will air again on Sunday, July 20th, 2014 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and again on Thursday, July 21st at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. You will find this episode and others as downloads at the Krypton Radio website and on iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was Mark Schurmeister, the engineer was Christian B. McGuire, the navigator was Corsair's closet producer Christine Cherry, and the captain was voiced by science fiction legend Larry Niven. This program and its contents are copyright 2014 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon, it's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi.